What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chew the Fat podcast. My name is Joshua D'Souza and today I've got Prathamesh Trivedi here with me. So I know due to the pandemic a lot has changed especially for immigrants like myself and Prathamesh. So Prathamesh has been in Australia for over 3 years and there have been a lot of changes that have occurred due to the changing immigration policies here in Australia. So in this episode Prathamesh and myself look at how the changes are affecting current students and permanent uh, temporary residents here in Australia. And we also look at whether or not it is a safe bet to study abroad going forward. And while we also look at how redefining goals is important to be able to be flexible while planning for the future either as a permanent re- uh, resident or a future student so stay tuned uh hi pratmesh uh, welcome to the show hi josh thanks a lot uh thanks so much for speaking with me uh, i know we had like a a few of uh, failed attempts of uh, recording this for uh, you know this episode but uh, yeah i mean let's let's just start off so so how's uh, how has your you know the entire process in in terms of uh, um the lockdown been for you so you, you know we've already been in the lockdown for over 3 3 3 and a half 4 months yep, in, yep. Mel- in melbourne but how has that been and how are you coping up with all that it's now like a daily routine actually for me <clears throat> like mm-hmm. uh, in terms of lockdown i just stay at home and like if i have uh, like any work i just go out and then again come back so it's kind of like a routine for me now mm-hmm. like nothing new like it it's yeah. like a daily lifestyle now like that's completely <laughs> changed yeah i know i know i've actually forgotten how it is to you know move out and you know just yeah. go and you know, have a drink outside <laughs> but <laughs> I I can't even imagine like traveling to India. No, no, no. That's uh, that's out of the question even for me. I think. Yeah. But but you know so let's you know I would just wanted to understand so so you've come to Australia. For, uh yeah, it's been over three and a half years. I'm guessing. Mm, yep. So so what was your motivation first to come to Australia? Uh, like how? Was, uh, yeah. So it was mainly a better lifestyle. uh mm-hmm. to learn about uh, a lot of things like as i'm in it so i wanted to do master so that is the reason like the first main reason to come over and then mm-hmm. apart from that uh, being independent correct so yeah that was the main aim for coming to australia mm-hmm. but uh, yeah so uh, so before you came to australia so what were you doing originally uh before i came here i was into digital marketing so like okay way before i i finished my bachelor's in it and mm-hmm. after that i jumped to digital marketing so that was uh, the area where i used to work for like 5 years okay and after that yeah i was in that uh, role i was mainly towards it and business both mm-hmm. both ways. so that is the reason i felt that yeah i have uh it left in me so let me get back okay. to it okay so you had basically a 
uh, some understanding of IT. That's why you moved to Australia for your master's, then basically. Yeah, correct. I had my bachelor's okay. in IT, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And what uh, you like? What university did you study? Uh, I was into Swinburne University. Okay, Swinburne. So you did uh, like your master's in IT and any specialization? Uh, cloud computing. Cloud marketing. Okay. Oh, cloud computing. Cloud computing. Okay, sorry, yeah. my bad. <laughs> So I like so now you've actually you know finished your studies and you've probably worked but I want to understand so when you came to Australia how was your perception of Australia you know before you coming here and after you been here for six months so how was that uh, perception did it change or did you have any you know ups and downs I'm sure you did but yeah <laughs> ups and downs are always there in life so like I mm. like. Uh, so I I want to know your you know your perception did it change of Australia after coming here or was it the same? So I had very little time for coming over here, mm-hmm. like uh, deciding on Australia because my cousin was already over here and he did the course and everything, so he was very much familiar with uh, the things. Over yeah. Here. So he just uh, guided me like uh, do this, do this, do this. So I had uh, upper hand in that. So. My perception wise, like I had a feeling that, yeah, I will be an independent and like uh, getting back to my goals, like what I mm-hmm. aimed for, uh, will I be achieving it uh, if I come to Australia? So all Correct. the boxes were ticked. So that is the reason uh, like I was okay with it. And after coming over here, yes, I would say that uh, most of the things uh, were good enough. And uh, as I thought that it would be, but uh, there were a few ups and downs, as you said that, yeah. So it was, it was there like in terms of uh, studies and personal life, both. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I remember speaking to you, you know, when you first, I think when I first moved and you had actually shared some experience of how you, you know, didn't really find an accommodation and you had to go through quite a bit. So, you know, like, so how was that? Like, do you think it's very common here in Australia? And if you could explain what exactly happened to you? Okay, so it is it is not common as such. Like, as I said, that I had very little time of preparing myself. Uh, it was hardly like two months of time wherein I decided and joined a university, joined master's yeah. and did all the process for visa. So that yeah. was like a really short time because usually... Correct. If you plan for it, you need at least a year to figure out all the things like in terms of uh, your stay and everything as well. Mm -hmm. So I did not have that much time. But yeah, my cousin was over here, as I said. So he helped me to get through the initial phase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think it's tough. It's tough, you know, less than six months. Because I remember I started my process, you know, a year in advance. Maybe two years and then I missed a deadline. So I had to wait another year. Yep. So, like, even even after coming over, like, I would say that uh, you you need, like, one support or one push mm-hmm. uh, from a friend or uh, a relative or someone who Correct. will just guide you initially. And after that, I'm pretty sure that we are mature enough to find our own way and then establish ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wherever yeah. we are. Yeah. Correct. No, I, yeah, I know. As an international student and, you know, a temporary re- uh, resident, so do you think, uh, you know, finding a job at the initial stages tougher? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. That is the reason like a lot of people opt for uh, odd jobs. 
correct yeah uh, getting a professional job will require a good amount of experience which uh, most of uh, us who comes from india lacks because they correct. are into considering uh, studies like finishing off studies first and yeah yeah true getting, true so after doing the uh, bachelors or uh, like they just get into masters and masters yeah but, true uh, career in australia it is more towards like if you complete your bachelor's that's more than enough to get a job but uh, you need to have a good amount of experience until you complete mm. your masters so if you are completing a masters then company will expect a lot from you correct in terms yeah of uh, experience exposure and everything so that is mm. where uh, like we need to understand in terms of uh, getting the job over here yeah i think i think the like i think when we we've grown up we always looked at you know education has to be first before you do anything but at the same time like when you when you move out of your country you know that you know education is not everything and okay. i think i think most of us i think you and me at least we've worked you know before doing our masters but i know a lot of people who you know after bachelors they've come straight to do a masters and obviously now it's it's really tough to get a job because yeah. even even though as a you know i've worked i still i'm finding it difficult to you know find that first break but i can imagine you know people without an ex- without experience coming here and then trying to break in because it's it's pretty tough correct so locally is more of uh, experience uh, and uh, learning on the job correct correct and that is what uh, we lack actually i would say mm. because uh, in india it's more of a theoretical knowledge which we gain from studies and all but yeah, there's no yeah. practical knowledge when you're like doing it yourself in a company yeah. and doing it live so that is the point where uh, this things come into play and like kinds of uh, kind of disrupt uh, so yeah mm. yeah i know i i think uh, i think another point you know that you made was without experience we end up coming here and the only the only you know option that like people like us end up having is you do a internship that is unpaid and right. i think i think right now even the people who are you know the the job uh, uh, the people who are actually giving you jobs they know that there are a lot of you know asian students with a come without experience so you know in it ends up being that you get exploited quite a bit in terms of they're not ready to pay you even though you have a certain level of experience that's what i have realized so you have right. more of these uh, you know unpaid jobs where they want cheap labor but you know the cheap labor but you're obviously as an educated student you end up giving them more than you you know you and uh, you get paid for if Correct. that makes sense <laughs> yep, yep so that that's how it is right now like initially uh, internship was uh, done by locals as well so it is not just okay. that uh, uh, only indians or asians were uh, like uh, focused on like that mm-hmm. we just uh, try to get them for free but yeah uh, that trend increased because the number of immigrants increased so people mm-hmm. who started like coming up here mas- doing masters so they all wanted a professional job yeah while yeah. doing their masters so that was the time when like companies started taking mm-hmm. and taking advantage i would say yeah yeah correct but like i'm going to be i want to ask you this like you know we both done our masters but what do you think like do you think of doing a masters right now in this you know in this situation is worth it for you know peep students or potential students i wouldn't say that is like worth it right now because uh, 
looking at the current situation like as mm. i said that the mentality has to change like first we need to yeah. get a lot of exposure and experience in the field so once we have that once we have achieved it that is yeah. the time when we go out and say that yeah okay i need to do a masters to gain more knowledge gain more mm. uh, flexibility in what we are doing so that is when masters come into play other is like a yeah. necessary thing to get the masters done yeah exactly yeah. Masters, yeah i think unless you're you're going for your pr because there you get your extra points i think if you have your goal set on a pr mm-hmm. then i think you know i i just feel that a masters may be a good way to go because you get that extra points correct but it's not just masters so if you if you are planning to like go outside and study then probably like do bachelors i would say ஒவ்வொரு i think that's something that even even we have never taken that risk we've always been in that comfort zone and you know okay we're doing a bachelor's then we'll see after bachelor's then what Correct. so but i think we now, end up dealing now the trend is changing so like every like every two or three houses mm-hmm. uh, have one person who is go- going out and like studying correct correct so yeah there is a lot of exposure uh, in terms of uh, uh, people going out and taking advantage of like uh, studying and everything so that is where uh, people have started noticing that no masters is something later on but yeah, bachelors can also be done so why not bachelors yeah makes sense makes sense so yeah a lot of people have started coming in so i have a friend of mine who did it from sundar himself mm. and this okay. is from nagpur mm, okay and yeah so you can you can see like not just the big uh, metro cities like mumbai bangalore yeah. delhi are uh, keen on getting that but uh, yeah true uh, cities like nagpur as well so yeah which is good actually but at the same time you know if you come like you know we have most like if you uh, if you look at australian economy most mm-hmm. of them have they're over reliant on students right now but at yeah. the same time the students don't end up getting the full value of the experience in australia like yeah. I, i mean if i'm comparing a long term perspective like you and me we've obviously we've come to australia we've uh, you know we've studied in the hope that you know we can stay here or you know attain your pr do you think it's you know how difficult is it right now and you are in that process so i know firsthand yeah so it is difficult right now like i was taking invitation rounds for pr in my uh, category so Correct. every every uh, uh i would say like marketing has a different category it has yeah. a different category so all the categories have a different uh, quota and uh, looking at uh, mine it was uh, like since last couple of months uh, there has been like very few amount of uh, uh, people who got the pr and it is really difficult right now because uh, because of the situation i would say like situation is yeah. not that clear and a lot of local side lost the jobs due to which uh, it has affected but uh, like it's very like it's not sure that i'll be getting pr even Jeez. after like achieving all the things 
is it that bad because i know it's bad but i mean we i think we spoken a couple of you know weeks back and at that time it was bad i i yep. you know I remember yep so right now like when i when i check the invitation rounds it mm-hmm. mainly like every month they they are not disclosing like uh, uh the which category they are giving it to so if a subclass okay. is 189 is yeah, is yeah. a major subclass for getting a pr okay once you do your master so i fall in that category and uh, in that i am into software and uh, application programmer so mm. for that uh, they are not disclosing any uh, specific uh, number that uh, they give pr to which okay. is kind of like uh, like you you are not sure even after like and the minimum points which yeah. they quote is like 90 which okay. is again like at the like towards the high high end and getting 90 is okay but like even after getting 90 what if you don't get in your uh, subcategory yeah exactly i think it's basically you know and you're just throwing a dart and expecting it to hit somewhere so i think you know waiting for your pr is is on that end and if you you know if if your visa runs out then what So yeah. how do you do that so basically you end up you know going you end up going back to your uh, to your country correct correct so that is but, my plan but mm-hmm. a lot of people have different plans like uh, yeah getting married to someone else and <laughs> asking <laughs> i think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> contract, so that, that. contract marriages are pretty like they weren't trend i think and then you know it end up being uh busted because a lot of people end uh, you know end up doing that because that was your first option basically the cheaper correct. option correct so get your wife on student visa and then yeah. and but i think you know that's that. what, yeah that's what actually ended up you know making it worse for people like us who've come up you uh, who've come to the country after many years so correct, correct. in any way have a bad reputation if you know if i'm very honest they end up being people who you know you can't trust they don't pay well they not pay pay ma- you know could pay masters has right. that happened to you as well because i know a few people who ended up you know being fleeced by indians here you know straight yes. so my first job uh, was into marketing and that okay. was with an okay. and uh, that is when like i worked there for like 6 months and after that uh, last couple of weeks uh, mm-hmm. i had uh, like he asked me to do a lot of stuff yeah and due to which uh, like I, i i was like i can't do it like it's just me like just one person can't have 15 websites ready in like 10 days so that was wow. the target which he gave me okay and you were you getting paid for this job yeah yeah i was getting paid for this job like pay was everything was fine but uh, mm-hmm. like i couldn't complete that task and mm-hmm. the guy, like the doctor came to me and he said that okay fine if you can't do it you get out and he didn't pay mm. for like couple of weeks which is like a huge amount for me at that point of time yeah yeah exactly and you're just starting off so i can imagine that will be really yep. tough but yeah but your motivation to come to australia was it like of solely for pr or was it you know to just learn and then you know see how it goes from there both i would say because uh, okay. pr is always in mind if you are coming over here to study yeah definitely definitely i i wouldn't regret that uh, fact but uh, yeah apart from that yeah learning something new something different and um, mm. being independent was the main goal yeah i know i mean yeah coming from an indian like you know from india you end up you, i don't think you people move move out of their house until they are married 
and that's yeah. actually a long time which maybe you know i as you said it might be changing as well which is a good yeah. thing because the later you come you know to you know you move out and you end up learning about a new culture your yeah. your days to learn is actually really over and people end up it's difficult to uh, adjust to a new environment then later on in life yeah. but i so for your permanent residency so how like, uh, you know i want to get into detail basically how did you start off like now you've got completed your masters so you need yeah. a certain points that you need to qualify basically so what is that like okay so let me let me tell you from start like uh, when i ah. when i thought of coming coming to australia that was the time when i thought of pr as well as i said correct yeah and yeah during during that time i saw the point list and my cousin got his pr in like 3 years okay which was like uh, at 65 points like which okay. was way back that's a base like, yeah so that was the base and he he got it because that was the time when like they were giving pr to everyone correct correct yeah that was which year was this but it was 2015 i suppose 2015 oh okay 2015, okay five years 20, yeah yeah so that was the time and after that i was like okay we need this 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 points and i guess i can like manage to have this points while like Correct. complete my masters Yeah, so yeah. By the time I came over, like in 2017, the point list uh, was at 70, 75 from 65. Okay. So like that's yeah. In in two years. Yeah, in two years. And after coming over here in a year, it jumped to 80, 85, and now it's 90, 95. Wow. That's so crazy. The amount of people like applying with yeah. more and more points to get there. Agree. but you so, know at I the same that. time yeah I, i sorry uh, so i wanted to you know just point out that when you come in you know you have that man- mindset of getting a pr but at the same time you have your own field set in mind but as you yeah. see the points growing you know there are a lot of people who ended up jumping fields so did that yeah. cross your mind in this process because i know a lot of people have done it before yeah i definitely not like jumping field as in like if i'm in <laughs> If, I, sorry, if I'm into IT, I'll stay in IT or max to max, I'll go and do some business course, but nothing yeah, apart yeah. from that. And there okay. are people who are doing like 3D course, which is like kind of yes. uh, funny in in a way wherein like you're straight away like uh, doing anything and everything to get a PR. Yeah, yeah, correct. Like, correct. Unrealistic for me because that's not my lifetime goal. Yeah, like, true, PR true. Is just, uh, just a one step to what i want to do but mm-hmm. if i don't get it then i can move on and like do other things in my life yeah makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah so you were saying you you i actually interrupted yeah. you sorry so um uh, uh, coming back to your question of uh, what all points do we require like how mm-hmm. how i do it and so if you yeah. do your bachelor's and masters uh, you get like few points and after that you need to have uh, english Uh, exam either pt or ielts which is Correct. valid over here then yeah. there is uh, nati which is a translator exam so which can be given in like uh, hindi tamil mm-hmm. telugu and maybe bengali or something i'm not sure yeah. which languages are there from india and if uh, and then you need a professional year if you are into it or accounting okay correct that will fetch you five points and after that uh, there is a professional experience which you need to show like that will also offer one year that will yeah, show you yeah. 
like uh, that will give you few points for mm so basically there's a lot of work to be done even before coming to yes. australia so it, if you look at it it's basically it's not just two years of masters it's like a four years of uh, recreationally working your ass off yeah 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 true true i i can imagine because yeah i was in the same boat as well and yeah i can re- really resonate with the fact that you know you coming here you know you want to stay back but at the same yeah. time you don't know how the next two years are going to pan out and that's what happened to me yeah i i don't think i told you but you know for me marketing also it was on the sol list when when i came in and then three months into my course i understand that you know the sol list is changed and marketing is completely removed from the list okay go <laughs> so that's i think i know a lot of people who end up changing and right yeah. now obviously they have been moving into a different field and mm-hmm. yeah but then for me it didn't make sense because i was like see this is what i'm good at and i didn't want i didn't enjoy it right? like when you don't enjoy something you're doing Yeah. you know it doesn't really always work correct and yeah and you are you doing your pr you know your entire process by yourself yeah i am planning to do it by myself because it's just a basic like uh, documents which is required so get all these documents if you are like uh, going for nati so then nati will provide you a certificate once you finish mm-hmm. right now Correct, so that correct. way you you get all the certificates by yourself then you just have yeah. to like get tested and then just upload it so i don't think so we need any agents who are like here to gain yeah like, because yeah i mean i heard i heard mixed reviews on agents because some of them you know if you know someone personally yeah it is you know it might be a good way but at the same time if you're doing it on your own it's even better because you save at least you know at least a thousand dollars easily correct so i i would say that process for pr process i would uh, like i have met a lot of people including mm-hmm. uh, people like our family friends and all yeah and yeah. like even they they quoted around like 2000 to 4000 for pr that's <laughs> like your, the base fees and yeah and on top of that there is a pr fees which is like 4000 something something which is well, so, so that's the actual fees that you pay even if you are basically you're doing it on your own correct Okay, that's actually a lot. But no, now if I'm if I ask you, you know, how much have you spent till date on your PR? Is just for your PR process, which include your NATI and your PT or whatever. Okay, so what? So, yeah, base fees. Would you probably give me an, a ball figure? I would say see, ten uh, thousand for professional year, which is like the biggest amount which I have spent. Yeah, uh, I would say. There is eight hundred for uh, Nati. Okay. Then and three seventy five for PT. So like if the conditions apply in this because if mm. you clear it in one go, then yeah, it's okay, just, yeah. And for Nati, you need classes. If you don't, then like it's mm-hmm. up to you. Yeah. And the classes will cost you four hundred, and the PT will like couple of attempts that will be like six hundred and seventy five. So mm-hmm. if you are going with the round figure, I would say twelve thousand to thirteen thousand. UD, that's UD is, yeah uh, okay that's actually if you pass your nati on the first go if you pass your correct. pt on the first go correct hmm that's actually that's actually pretty you know high but it's kind of like uh, a year of uh, doing extra things so yeah true that will be a course fee actually yeah exactly exactly and and over and above you no know, and you know i'm looking at all this from a perspective from your perspective and after this if you don't end up getting your pr it's kind of frustrating for you know, a lot of students and a lot of uh, you know pr aspirants like yourself 
yeah it will be at like i'm in a state of mind wherein like i'm okay with it right now because i can see yeah. the process like i'm i'm seeing it like it's not just that like one fine day the government is coming and saying that yeah we are not going to give you pr correct correct like it's out of nowhere so i'm i'm looking at the process i'm like into it i'm checking what all points are needed how they are giving it one like what yeah. are the numbers so yeah based on that i'm like okay fine if i don't get it then yeah i have mm-hmm. something to look up to but if okay. i get it that is what i'm aiming for right now so yeah makes sense it will be good Yeah, makes sense but now in, now you've given your nati so were you did you take any help like professional help or was that on your own yeah uh, i so there are there are youtube channels uh, okay which gives help but i, I wouldn't say that uh, it's like complete complete uh, mm-hmm. uh, help because one of my friend did that and uh, he is he didn't get his results but he's saying that uh, he is uh, definitely failed the exam because uh, he wasn't uh, like good enough to like convert everything or translate everything yeah was, yeah so it was difficult for him but i took classes myself and uh, i felt it easy okay when i did a lot of practice i i almost practiced for like a month okay but does that make like unless you are familiar with the language like you know but i know a lot of people who are who've done nati in hindi Yeah. but they they've been hindi like you know they've been speakers uh, like yeah. talking hindi and everything but when they comes it comes to nati they've ended up doing it two and three times correct so as i said that it's not that uh, straight forward like our way of talking in hindi is like totally different like we talk very normally and we include english yeah. words as well yeah in like, exam if you use english word in hindi or hindi words in english then there are like huge deductions in your correct correct like you you have to be very much clear so mm. like if uh, like if you are meeting a doctor then doctor is chikitsak and <laughs> so yeah i i i really don't like don't know in whether in india is there like uh, who mm, yeah, sure. yeah that is the word which we have to use okay yeah makes sense but like i i actually looking at it you know from an outside perspective after doing all this not many people i don't think anyone uses this uh, you know the certificate outside of a you know permanent resident application correct um uh, mainly like i would say 90% of the people uh, do it for pr but uh, 95 i would say 5% yeah. will probably like if they don't get a professional job or something like that then then this is the thing which Mm-hmm. they can jump on and then start something of their own yeah yeah so yeah there are there are very little amount of people like maybe 5 or 5% yeah i mean i don't understand like even i'm actually trying to look at the process you know and i don't understand the you know this like you making the process so difficult you get your points and in the end you still don't get a pr because you're just making your life you know the people who are doing it their life even yeah. difficult so you either just straightforward say okay this is what you need you don't need to give this you don't need to give this if you if we need your skill you qualify yeah but let's let's be realistic with this like if you if you see us in that matter if yeah. you see uk mm-hmm. they like us like uk have completely stopped and uh, us mm-hmm. in that matter like they are having a kind of uh, what you say uh 
if you get it if you like if you if you put for it like there is a lucky mm-hmm. draw kind of stuff which is correct 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 yeah so as compared to that this mm-hmm. one is way better because you just have to like clear the points and that is where you will be like okay 80% sure that you will be getting it mm-hmm. but no that's what that was like if you compare it that was two years before when you probably came that was a time where you could say okay realistically this is what you know i i can do it but mm-hmm. like now it's completely different and with the pandemic affecting you know everything mm-hmm. right now the number of uh, people required right now will be higher for nurses like you know in the healthcare sector correct because that's what i mean but that that again like uh, it comes to how many applicants are there for nurses and also correct i, I would say that uh, once the pandemic is over i don't think there will be need of nurses and because mm-hmm. they have already like uh, got a lot of people in that category yeah so then again it jumps back to it where like correct. it is like evergreen field yeah i mean right now it looks like that because it is pretty strong and cloud computing is one of those you know those sort of the careers including even cyber security for that matter yeah uh, everyone is moving to cloud so it's, it's yeah really, yeah but i mean yeah i don't know it's 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 kind of weird because you after putting so much on effort you end up you know it's it's kind of frustrating from even from your end i feel yeah yeah it is it is but uh, as i said that we need to be realistic in everything like mm-hmm. everything can go our way that is how life yeah, is that is true that's true but yeah so now you've been you, you've been in the process and uh, you know now what's your next steps now you if you finished in rt you've cleared that So, yeah so so only two things which are left is uh, pt which is like give me will give me like 20 points if i mm. have eight each and after that uh, there will be uh, a year of experience okay so that is what i'm currently doing like i'm working for it company as well so okay. that will give me like five points and uh, so yeah i'm just short of 25 and then i can probably like uh, complete my file and put it and after that i don't have to see that if i get it i get it otherwise yeah. i just go back but so basically you look if you're looking at your points you look at 90 or 95 is where you think you will be at i am looking at 95 because i always like to uh, have one step ahead of everything what is going around right now yeah so yeah right now it's 90 okay till last but, month mm-hmm. like so they have given we have got 90 and 191 okay. so i want to like stay one step ahead of it and achieve yeah, 90 yeah yeah mm. yeah makes sense i think it makes sense but at the same time you know there a lot of there'll be a lot of people at 95 as well so again then so uh, so again then if you if the uh, you know if your quota in it completely is taken so if yeah. they've given the number of you know prs to those people so then what happens and nothing <laughs> like uh for me it will be going back okay because i think you have a limited period i mean you have what till the year end this year or next year next year next okay year. next year yeah so i have like ample amount of time that's okay, how that's i fine. like figured out like what all things i need to do in a year like mm-hmm. after doing master so i need to get all the points because yeah. opening the file and everything will like the process and everything will take about a year to get the mm-hmm. final product so 
I don't want yeah, to sure. wait and get on to another visa for getting the verdict. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I remember you, you, you know, we spoke about, you know, agents and, but ha- like, did you go to an agent before, you know, you, or, or have you consulted someone? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Because like, I, you know, I think I had gone, I, I had actually gone to an agent and this was after, just after before I graduated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you go to an agent, you basically just go as if you don't know anything. And they yeah. first asked me, you know, what kind of, profile I uh, you at right now yeah and uh, I just uh, you know I just said okay I'm in I'm in marketing but yeah. as soon as they said uh, they, uh, you know they heard me say that they were like why are you here you shouldn't be here because you know you don't have any future here because they don't need basically they don't need people in the marketing field because they've already you know the SOL list change and everything which I knew obviously mm-hmm. So then what they did was they pushed me towards a trade egos, as you said, you know, because many people end up doing that. So they were like, okay, why don't you do carpentry? Why don't you do a motor mechanic? Because you need only 65 points for that. But again, the process was so, you know, long. It didn't make sense for me to change because it it obviously crossed my mind because I wanted to stay here. But at the same time, I'm sure not, you know, many people end up doing that, which kind of isn't, you know, I don't know, isn't the right way forward? I, according to me, that's what I feel. But Let us let us uh, change the perspective and see like on agents in one hand will always uh, like want uh, to enroll you into something so that they can earn some money. Yeah, yeah. But they totally forget that uh, like the client who is coming to them, like the student or someone is already an aspirant like, like you who wanted to do marketing wanted yeah. to be in marketing field so yeah. that is where you're like losing that the main thing like what what do you want to achieve in your life like mm-hmm. if you want to do marketing like completely then yeah and then you're going to trade you which is like you're leaving everything leaving your aim and everything and then doing something yeah which is like, that, a, a temporary thing yeah because you know i like the first time i i spoke to a lot of people who've come here before you maybe when your cousin were here and, you know, they also told me the same thing. They're like, you know, we changed our field just because it was, we wanted a PR. But uh, like, if you compare that time and this, you know, cu- current situation, it's completely different because at that time you you probably knew that you would get, because it wasn't competitive and that not many people were, you know, coming to Australia to study or to for a PR. But if you, in today's time, if you do that, there's a risk of, you know, you completely doing something that you've never done, you hate it you're completely, you know, off that motivation. And yeah. then you, and then if you still don't get your, v, your PR, then what? So then I think that's where, you know, things have been. Then different. you end up doing, then you end up wasting your life. Exactly. You've actually been through a lot. I know personally as well, but at the same time, looking back at your journey, you know, what were the mistakes you think you made? And if you could rectify, you know, one of them, what would that be? Okay, so I I went for a comfort in my second job when when I started working at a fuel station um, okay. store. Yeah, so that was about uh, more of a com- comfort to me. Mm-hmm. Comfort in what way though? Because it's nearby, like it's just five ah. and a half kilometers away from me, and then I I used to get off the ships which I wanted, like Correct. the time. 
so that was the comfort wherein i would have uh, searched for a professional job and i would have got a professional job and right now like i like it would have been like a save through for me like i would have got a, like more than a year of experience by now and i would be earning more than mm. what i'm earning right now so yeah mm. so that was the mistake which i did like i didn't uh, strive for uh, a better job a better uh, mm-hmm. professional place where i i would be in so Mm, makes sense yeah that would probably would have helped you in in your pr uh, prospect as well yeah, but then i mean if you you can look at it that way or you can look at it okay maybe you had to probably hustle and you know get thing because you don't have you didn't i'm sure you didn't have an option yeah. because if if you need the money you need the money that's what i look at it like if you have to work at some place like when you're in such a such a situation you you yeah. got to do what you got to do yeah so But, i had like hmm. a, a mind when like i have to clear off all my debt in 3 years correct yeah yeah okay Makes whether sense. i'm working in a professional environment or i'm working in a odd job yeah. so yeah that was my mindset and that is what i wanted to achieve which i achieved so i'm clearing all my debt clearing like paying off everything and that is what that was the main aim for me yeah I mean I think I think speaking to you I think you you've spoken about you know setting goals but I I'm I'm sure that is something that you know not many people of you know do and even I maybe I'm you know at fault of not doing it but what do you like you know you said you you've set goals so what are your goals right now you know in probably in the next 2 years or 3 years that you you think or you have actually kept in mind okay so first of all continue with what i'm doing right now for mm. the next year as well yeah i yeah. come to know like what is the final thing uh if i get an extension with the company and they are ready to pay for uh the profession yeah uh, for the mm-hmm. visa then yeah. i would probably stay back and uh come on work visa for okay. like four years after that okay five years from now so that is one thing and if not then i'll probably go back to india and start working in the same field yeah makes sense mm, but i think yeah setting a goal is probably important you know i'm sure yeah so like even even if i had like uh, two months of time initially mm-hmm. to think of uh, coming to australia so that was the time where, which i utilized in like setting my goals I yeah, set up yeah. goals in my financial aspects. Like mm-hmm. I need to like have this much amount every month to sustain myself and to pay Correct. the bills. So that yeah. was the two things which I kept in mind. Mm-hmm. So in respect of whatever it is, like my health or whatever comes into picture, I have to drive yeah. hard and get a certain amount in hand so that I can be like okay, I am fine with it and I can like uh, sail through. Mm-hmm. yeah i so think yeah. that that goals were like really important for me to mm. i i didn't even like uh, think of anything else apart from that to working and well uh, yeah. going to uni like because it's really hard like to work as well as uh, go to uni and then yeah studies and assignments uh, tutorials and everything so it is really difficult and Mm, that is what my aim was initially that yeah i have yeah. to do this 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 and mm. financially i have to do this 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 mm. i think yeah that's actually something important you know if people are listening having a goal set in mind or writing your goals down it makes a lot of sense yeah but yeah what advice would you you know give before we head off to 
people are listening and have aspirations of moving abroad to any country for that matter at this point of time because obviously things have changed and you know things aren't looking very great in some places but mm-hmm. what to, what would you suggest them to do like and what is your advice the first thing i would say that uh, redefine your goal i wouldn't mm-hmm. say define your goal redefine your goal because the situation has changed in the world yeah like due to pandemic a lot of things have changed and the people are just accepting what it is coming so mm. first of all redefine your goal if you want to move abroad and have a pr okay second thing would be like what what are things are required and what yeah. are things do you have at present so that is one thing and after that like whether you can achieve it or not mm. and try to be realistic with whatever things you are doing so that is all i would say Hmm, makes sense i think another thing to add to it would be you know being able to be flexible because a lot of people are rigid when yeah. you you know when we come here we end up you know being we are not accommodating and when you come to a new country you you have to be accommodating that's what i said that we need to be realistic if we are yeah. not realistic then yeah i think yeah yeah i think one other thing is when you know we've been brought up with a golden spoon Yeah. we've got everything and then you you come to a new country you've got to struggle you know you work at a fuel station you've got to probably ride you know do uber eats or whatever but at the same time if you were asked to do that in your own country it's kind of you know it as a demeaning job which yeah. that i think perspective needs to change for people who are you know have that right now and yeah. maybe that once that changes yeah uh i would say that even uber eats is uber and uber eats is something which is like spoiling uh, people mm-hmm. because it's basically like uh, giving them freedom of when they want to work where they want to work yeah yeah you, yeah you get to comfortable so if you don't have yeah you get comfortable with it and that is where uh, like that is where you are missing your goal so if you are not yeah. comfortable you are striving for it you are uh, working hard for it that is mm-hmm. you understand it. that is where you will learn so i would yeah. say like uh, go to a job wherein you learn something yeah makes something different so even in store like i i know like now working in the store i know all the product my mind yeah. is on to me that okay ordering will be done by you handling the money will be hand, uh, like you will be doing it mm-hmm. so that are, that are certain things which can be learned from odd jobs as well Mm, yeah, you won't yeah. be able to learn from Uber Eats because it's just delivering. So there yeah, is no brain. Yeah. You will yeah. take from, uh, from one place, and mm. then you will just drop it at another. That yeah. is not going to help you, but just earn money, which is not the main thing. Like you need to learn something. You need to keep your mind working. Mm-hmm. That is when you need like certain jobs which will help you to like make your brain work. Otherwise, if you stop it, then yeah. I think yeah that's actually a good point because because I think obviously Uber Eats is you know the quick the quick way to earn a buck and I I'm sure, have you have you actually tried that I'm sure you didn't right I did it for like 3 weeks I guess okay not even a, not no 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 not 3 weeks it was just 3 days actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. because that was that was something that even I didn't want to do because I knew it wasn't really yeah. I mean I I didn't see the point of me working and not learning anything again like I think a very similar to you I look at places that I can learn from constantly 
because obviously there's something new to learn there's always that excitement that adrenaline that okay this is where you can there's something yeah. that you can also share with someone correct i think having that mindset it makes a lot of difference yeah hmm fantastic fantastic man i'm like you know yeah, this was a good conversation and yeah, finally <laughs> i think so we did it yeah yeah I, yeah it's it was actually a good you know a very i'm sure people who are listening would take a lot of uh, you know points from what we've discussed and in terms of setting goals or of that matter or even as aspiring for your own residency that's something that a lot of people i'm sure are in the process of doing it but yeah i mean thanks so much man for speaking with me it was a pleasure thanks a lot for that and i would say that you are doing a really really great job by conducting uh, such uh, uh, like uh, shows because this is something which uh, like a lot of people like miss out on yeah yeah they don't have anyone then how are they, how are they going to like aim for or how are they going to figure out certain things like mm-hmm. yeah so, i mean you have a lot of these uh, like you know shows out there will give you the bright side of a new country and not the yep. you know the nitty gritty correct correct so yep thanks a lot for having me on the show and like you're doing really great keep doing it thanks thanks so much for your time yeah awesome awesome cheers cheers man take care cheers take care Thank you so much guys for listening. Uh if you really like the episode, please show some love and support by following us on Instagram, following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all the other leading podcast platforms. Until the next episode, stay safe. Cheers.